0: Hey everybody, this is Jack with BeerandFantasy.com and for week 2 breakdown, I want to start off with the Thursday night football game. I'm mainly going to focus on Joe Mixon because he's on my team and a lot of players are asking me questions about what to do with him. I actually put an article about what to do with Joe Mixon on BeerandFantasy.com, so check that out for a little more detailed advice. But On Thursday, Mixon, he only had nine carries, Hill had six, and Bernard had five. Now, Mixon was the more effective back with uh, 36 rushing yards, and he averaged four yards per carry. But the problem is he can't get in a flow, really, if he's only on the field for a handful of plays and then he gets pulled out and then you only get nine carries. That's not going to be enough to be effective. He could still be one of the most talented backs from the 2017 NFL draft, but he's just not getting the opportunities to go prove how good he is. So if you look at Cream Hunt in comparison, he had 17 carries in week one alone. Over the last two weeks, Mixon only has a total of 17 carries. So it's still too early to give up on him. I know I drafted him in round three, so I'm obviously worried about his fantasy production too, but they just fired the uh, old offensive coordinator, and I think they're going to shake things up. They have to. They haven't scored a touchdown in two games, and part of that is just going to have... Mixon be mainly the starter I can still see them rotating Hill in here and there and Bernard But it really doesn't make sense to have all three of those guys out on the field because Mixon's bigger than Bernard, but he's still a really solid pass catching back and He's more effective right now on the ground than Hill So he basically does everything good that Bernard does and everything good that Hill does but he's just in one player And if you get him out there It's going to cause more problems for the defense because they have to figure out. Oh, is he out here to catch passes? Is he going to run? On the ball when you have Bernard out there, you pretty much know he's going to be catching passes, and you pretty much know Hill's not going to be catching passes. So, I think this will shake things up, this will make things different and make it more tough if Mixon gets the ball more. It'll make defenses more confused, they won't know what to do, and it'll give them a solid rhythm. So, uh Looking forward, I think he's going to be more involved in the offense, which is going to be great for his fantasy production, but right now, I think you have to sit him on the bench until we see that the new offensive coordinator and Marvin Lewis figure out how to use him more and actually do use him more. So just be patient, but I would wait to see reports throughout the week to say, the coaches say, you know, we're going to get Mixon more involved or we're going to do this or that. Um, Basically, just look out for any reports with Mixon's names I'm personally right now I know this is week two but as of right now uh, I'm going to be sitting him heading into week three but again just keep an eye on reports and just see uh, what the offense basically what the plan is moving forward see if there's any news on that I also posted an article today uh, about a deep waiver wire pickup, Chad Williams of the Arizona Cardinals. He was drafted in round three this year and he wasn't on a lot of radars of teams because he went to a smaller school at Grambling and he also had some off the field issues. Cops found a bunch of marijuana and guns in his car. But he's a really interesting mix of size, speed, and strength. He's six foot two, uh, over two hundred pounds, and he ran a four point three seven at his pro day for the forty yard dash. And I wrote in the article that he really reminds me—or not him, but the actual—the situation reminds me of Jaquiz Rogers last year. Uh, when Doug Martin got hurt, a lot of fantasy players ran out and were picking up Charles Sims, but I kind of advise players also take a look at Rodgers, and Rodgers had two or three solid weeks as a starter, and I kind of see that in Williams' situation. Larry Fitzgerald is 34 years old. He's an older receiver. Uh, if he gets hurt, there's not a lot of players right now who can step up and Williams is a bigger red zone threat you have JJ Nelson who is healthy but he's 160 pounds and he's a speed threat so he's not going to be a guy Carson Palmer looks towards the end zone Uh, John Brown is dealing with injuries. He's already ruled out for week two, and he's probably going to be inconsistent throughout the year in terms of his playing time. And Jaron Brown, that's a really only other receiver they have. He did play in week one, but he didn't receive, uh, he didn't finish with any catches. So Williams has shown the ability to be productive, and he has the frame and the speed and everything to be productive, now he also gets the opportunity. So if you're looking for a super deep waiver wire pickup, I would look at Williams. If you want somebody like that deep on your bench who could emerge at some point in the season, Adam, if you already have a bunch of studs in your lineups looking good, don't do too much tinkering because uh, Coach Bruce Arians, he was calling out Williams during the off season saying his condition wasn't good enough. And he was buried on the depth chart, really, to begin the year. But now with Brown being injured, and uh, especially with the injuries at running back, um, this offense, I think, is going to have to focus on throwing the ball more. So Williams just could be a nice little sneaky pickup. Want to look at the two games with the highest over-unders, and New England and New Orleans has an over-under of 56 points, which is an indication Vegas thinks that this is going to be a high-scoring game, and obviously the more points that are scored, the more fantasy points could be scored. For New England, a lot of people are asking me what to do with Danny Amendola ruled out. I think he was a lot more involved in the offense than people were expecting in Week 1, and... People are asking me, should I start Chris Hogan, Uh, should I start Rex Burkhead, it's really hard to figure out what exactly uh, Bill Belichick is going to do, you never know what he's going to do. I heard Burkhead is going to line up uh, as as a slot receiver, it could mean James White gets more targets, it could mean they try to run two more uh, tight end sets, Dwayne Allen could get more involved, it's really hard to know what to do. Uh, I'm assuming Chris Hogan was a super late pickup, or maybe you just grabbed him, but I wouldn't start him over any any kind of stud that you have, or even anybody who is halfway involved in an offense. I mean, he could go off. He's really speculative play though. You just don't know how involved he's gonna get. And Belichick could really look to get Brandon Cooks involved more because this is gonna be a revenge game and he could just wanna kinda stick it to him a little bit and be like, oh, look what you're missing out on. So I would not uh, try to get too cute with figuring out who is gonna get more touches this week in New England. I'm also looking at starting Kobe Fleener because the over-under is so high, and the defenses aren't anything spectacular in this game. Uh, Willie Snead is still suspended, so Fleener could have a really big game, so I'm getting him in the flex spot in my lineups. The game with the lowest over-under is Baltimore and Cleveland at 39. The Ravens' offense was effective against Cincinnati, but they didn't look Amazing. Uh, This is going to be another year where it seems like the defense is going to be absolutely dominant and Flacco just needs to pretty much just be a game manager and limit his mistakes. Cleveland, there's no one I would really feel confident starting on there, maybe outside of Corey Coleman in a PPR league because he seems to be uh, Kaiser's favorite target right now. I would sit Kenny Britt until we see him get more involved, and in the one league I do own Isaiah Crowell, I'm sitting him, Uh, this game is just supposed to be so low scoring, and I don't really see the Browns being able to beat the Ravens, so he's going to be on my bench this week, if you have to start him, you have to start him, but if you have some other options, I would look at other options at running back this week other than Crowell.